Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Now, on to the Storm. Storm, Nick Meany, top point scorer. Coates, top try scorer. Um, they, regular season, they won 15. They lost nine. Uh, missed the top four for the first time since 2014, but they re-signed Pappenhausen, Hughes, Grant. Munster still off contract. I think it's getting less and less likely Munster stays. Uh, Bellamy's next season will uh, reportedly be his last, but we've seen that before. Um Munster had a great year after a troubled off-season. Look, I think this was probably one of Melbourne's toughest years. I know the, they may have had years where they finished lower, or maybe not, but this is since I've been watching footy, this has been one of their toughest years. I, I can't remember a year where quite substantial time before even finals footy, I was saying, and look, did I run it back after they towed the Broncos back up? Yes, I did, but... There were weeks before that where I said, I, I don't think that the, the Storm are going to have a chance this year. I've never said that about the Storm before. And I think that a lot of the things that we were a bit concerned about come round one, about the depth in their forward pack, I think it kind of came true. And I also think that... I, look, I don't, I'm not counting them out at all. I'm not counting them out at all, but... Bellamy potentially last year. Munster may be moving on. How do you see a review of the year, Guru? Well, um, uh, like the first thing I want to talk about is something that I didn't think about all season and until we had it on paper. You know, we were talking before. So from round 16 onwards, they lost to Manly in round 16. They lost to Cronulla in round 17. They lost to Canberra in round 18. They lost to South Sydney in round 19. So three out of four top eight teams. They then won four in a row. They beat the Warriors, the Gold Coast, the Panthers without half their team and the Broncos. They finished the season with losses to Sydney, the Roosters, Parramatta and Canberra. So essentially every single top eight team they they played in the last 10 weeks, they lost against except Penrith missing their entire side pretty much. And the only games they won in the back end of the season were against teams that didn't make the finals and were going pretty awfully. Let's be honest here, the Warriors, the Gold Coast and your Broncos who had <coughs> the wheels had fallen off. So they lost, they lost um, seven of their last 11. All against top eight sides, pretty much. I mean, if you, if you go even further than that, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, nine. They lost, it, this, like over the second half of their season, 
They lost nine of their last uh, 14. Right. From round seven onwards, they beat two top eight teams the rest of the season. They yeah. beat... So round, round, from round 10 onwards, they lost six, nine games. Far out. Yeah, and from round seven onwards, all they, they beat the Roosters in round uh, 14, and then they beat the Panthers when they were missing players in round 22. To be fair, I think they were missing a couple of players against Panthers as mm. well. Um, yep. But it, it doesn't change the fact that, like, when you look, when you cover that first half, when you cover up to round nine and you just look at round, like, ten onwards, it's, it's not a pretty look. It's, it, you put it this way, you wouldn't say it was a storm. Yeah, and that's the, I think that's the point we're coming to. It's very yeah. un-Melbourne, and that word has been thrown around a lot this year. I'm scared to doubt them, obviously, because they've pulled our pants down on so yeah, many occasions. Yeah, I'm super scared. And then they trapped us again this year against the Broncos where we thought, okay, they're back. Yeah. They weren't. Um, well, they so beat yeah they beat Penrith sixteen nil, both missing some players, and Broncos sixty to twelve, and then they went loss loss loss. Yeah, and they you know they gain Eli Katoa, they gain Tariq Sims, two guys that that they could be really good gets, but I'll be honest with you, I'm not as confident that guys are just going to walk into the Melbourne Storm system and turn into superstars. Or I'm less confident than I ever have been. Yeah, that. well, I mean, we we assumed I thought King had a solid year, but he definitely didn't turn into the superstar we thought he would. Oh, not superstar, but you know what I mean? Like yeah, pushing like, for origin. But, but that's what quite often these these fringe first grade guys walk in there as middle forwards and they turn into origin prospects and yeah. they think and he was great then, there's no mm. doubt about that. Uh, but he just didn't really hit that level. I I also uh, think that there's a lot of times when they're in trouble and then Brandon Smith, the energy that he brings can quite often save them. They don't have that anymore. I I think Pappenhausen back is massive. I think as soon as Pappenhausen went down injured, which was Raiders so round 18 round yeah so round 18 and the, but he was injured before that as well wasn't he yeah he carried a few injuries yeah he had about eight or he had about six weeks off smack in the middle of the season yeah and he came back for about three weeks and then jack whiten almost murdered him what do you reckon about the storm season timmy yeah well it was two things in that a they had a shit ton of injuries yeah most of most in the nrl 15 long-term yeah. injuries so there's that but they also didn't have the depth to cover it which mm. is so unmelbourne like because for over a decade now i don't know if they've had an injury a season with this many injuries but they've always been able to cover most of them and they just couldn't this year mm. and on <clears> top of that i just think their forward pack was a combination of too big and just aging a little bit too much i don't think they had the the mobility and speed through the middle to match it with these powerhouse forward packs. I mean, we saw with the Raiders in, in the first week of finals uh, against some of their even better sides in the competition. I just didn't think they'd keep up with it, which is why when you look at... And it's not even a knock on them individually, guys like the Bromwich brothers and Kafusi. Individually, they had good seasons, but putting them all together, it's one of grave fears for, for the Dolphins next year. But Melbourne, they need to do something about their depth and... and I know I don't know how they're going coming through the ranks. I don't know how the Falcons go this year if they're any good. But they got to the grand uh, prelim, Falcons. I they, they had a good side. They had a good side. No, because yeah. they won on the buzzer against Logan. They, mm. they I'm pretty sure they won on the buzzer in one of the finals games. Mm. They obviously they didn't make the grand final though because that was Norse ready. So I think and they made the game prelim. to get into the grand yeah, final. Prelim. Yeah, prelim. So it's not. That was a strong yeah, yeah. all year. Yeah. So, so hopefully a few coming through there. But And then you mentioned Brandon Smith leaving. I've just said I think they're a bit too big in the pack and, and probably not mobile enough. He is the one who's that quick, gain that quick ruck speed, the quick play of the balls. They lose that. So I, I'm pretty concerned about them next year. Mm. It's in, 
So, Sorry, it's just in saying that, like, you know, we all like maybe we are underestimating Melbourne a little bit. I mean, you mentioned all the guys they're losing. Like, I would argue that Felice Cafusi, Jesse Bromwich, Kenny Bromwich, based on this season, maybe they've released them at the perfect time, though. I think they have. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not prepared to say that I don't think Cafusi, uh, um, Jesse, and like, I thought they had solid years. I wouldn't say they had good mm. years. Um, and I think that, like, when. When you've got that many players, and I think this is what you're alluding to, Tim, that are like just doing their job, which they were doing, like they were making their tackles. I thought um, Kenny Bromwich had, had some really, really good games. He was probably the best out of the three, I yep. think. Um, I think he's still got a lot of a, a bit more to offer. Um, but when you've got that many players just doing their job really well, which is what they did, they didn't have a good year, but I don't think they had a bad year by any stretch. And Kafusi, obviously, he he was dealing with a lot personally. Mm. Um, but when it's just it's hard to find the spark, and that's where Brandon Smith comes in. As soon as Brandon Smith would come on, all of a sudden this energy would just rise, and so I actually think they've timed this letting go probably perfectly. But the problem is I don't actually think they've prepared well for it because they've had to go out and get a guy like Tarek Sim, who is also a bit older, and I think he'll be I think he'll do a job there for sure. Um, Katoa, on the other hand, if he reaches his potential, he'll be an absolute monster. But it's just that forward pack that I'm just a little bit unsure of. And that's where I think that there's no denying now. They're in a transition phase. Mm. They're in a transition phase. And it's like, you know, I think Dave Donaghy, their, their CEO, he left about two years ago. <coughs> Bellamy, he may go into the football management side of things. This is truly a transition phase. Now, I will say, if the, is there Bellamy's last season next season, that could be the fire they need to do something special. Um, because obviously, you know, Craig Bellamy, the greatest coach of all time, essentially, or at least the greatest player developer of all time. Um, they were missing Welsh for most of the year. They do have, when I was watching the bit of the Falcons verse, I think it was Logan, apologies if it wasn't, they got some big, big boppers, big boppers in the middle there. So you get Bromwich, uh, sorry, you get Christian Welsh back, you get Pappenhausen, Grants, Hughes, Munster will still be there. He's not leaving early. That's a hard side to tip against. It, it's an, and that's it. Their spine, that's still the best spine in the NRL. Like That's unbelievable. It's a joke. So, so around that, they can go deep again next yeah. year. But do they have the depth to account for injuries if they strike again, which they will. Yeah, really, really interesting. I, I, I think as well, just for people that may not, we're talking about, we're talking about compared to Storm standards. Mm. We're not talking about compared to, like we put Storm in the same... It, pedigree is Penrith in regards to what we expect from them now obviously Penrith have kicked ahead um, I'm concerned for them they might finish fifth again yeah like, exactly it's exactly Melbourne. a bad year like you said at the start <laughs> of year a bad year for them will be finishing fourth or fifth yeah um, I still think they make finals uh, I think I just think that spine is so electric <clears throat> that even if their forward pack is in a transition phase the quick play the balls that Harry Grant forces out of teams because he's constantly scheming um, their spine's just too good. But are they the absolute super force in the NRL right now? I don't think they are. I think Penrith have... I think coming into this season, put it this way, coming into this season, I think you would have gone Penrith, Roosters and Storm are all kind of on an even... Like you'd have Penrith as favourite, but they're on an even keel. I think at the moment Penrith are out and out the most dominant side in the comp and it's daylight to second. Yeah. Um, in saying that, with this Melbourne Storm side, like the pack looks a little bit light to me. Um, 
they didn't play Jack Howarth at all this year. They kept him in reserve grade. And I'm talking to someone at the Storm a few months ago. The reason was that because because of COVID, yeah, like it's the first year he's ever played against adults. Yep. So they wanted him to get some reps down there. We spoke about in the preseason, is he a centre or a back rower? Mm. I said centre. You said back rower. He played centre until round 11 and then they've obviously made the decision, which <laughs> I reckon was around the time that these boys signed with the Dolphins. Oh, go, okay. Yeah. If we he need. wasn't now, he is going to be a back yeah. rower. So he's well, playing second the row. They listen to the potty, maybe. Maybe. Maybe they're <laughs> recruiting. Really assume so. they, of course they listen to the potty. So you know what? He's got a, the beak's got a point. Bellamy, shh. Be quiet. <laughs> Bellyache, hush. Um, but yeah, he played the last 10 weeks. And I mean, at second row, if he comes in next year and starts in the second row, and like personally, I think he'll be right up there for um, rookie of the year next year. For sure. And Absolutely. if he does really explode and have a huge season and you've got that point of difference there, it all changes suddenly. Yeah, for sure. Because then you got Katoa. Let's say Katoa kills it. Let's say Tarek Sim turns into a strong front rower. All of a sudden, you got Welsh, Sims. Yeah. Um, Nass. Nass. Oh, man. And then we're sitting here in a year's time going, Go on. Oh, fuck these guys. Yeah, they fucking done, done it again. Storm done again. <laughs> I will say, though, you know, Matt, like I am more than prepared to say that Storm will pull all our pants down and win a premiership next year. But what I'm not – I will, I don't believe is I do think their depth is concerning. I like – I'm happy to put my hand up next year. If they bring in a bunch of guys in and they go really well, I'm happy to put my hand up next year and say I was 100% wrong. Their depth is fine. But as of now, I, I just am like Timmy as well and Yugura as well. Yeah. I am a little bit concerned about their depth. Um, in regards to satisfactory year, compared to any other club in the competition, you would say 100% satisfactory year. Compared to the Storm, I think this is a really disappointing year for the Storm. I think that even though they had the most injuries, I think Bellamy was a bit would be really disappointed with the way they um, they went. Um, so. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Look, they're the storm. Like, let's not forget what these people have achieved. 20 years of dominance. Absolutely incredible. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com mm. 